Welcome to Probing Gaia, where Steve and Joey are bending over, opening their third eye, and allowing the light of the Gaia Network's consciousness-based content to fill them completely, changing them from the inside out and flowing onto you. Today, we are probing into David Childress, investigating the ancient calm people. You might want to, you can probably turn up your actual line, Joe, a little bit. Let me turn the effect off. Is that good? I think so. It's almost maxed. Um, oh, wait, your personal audio yeah, line is? One. Yeah, yeah. Because there's the two areas, the the main, which should be at like one or three o'clock, and then at the top of the board is where you can do some more of the gains. Very, very top, right? The white knob at the very top. Should be the very top. Yeah, you can accelerate that a little. How's that? Yeah. Oh, I can hear better in my... Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gains, Dean. Is yeah. that okay? <laughs> <laughs> the old Herney. Good? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, welcome to another Monday Night Record. Yes. We're talking about... Uh, the show Great Minds on Gaia, season one, episode seven. And this episode is all about our old friend, Summer Coin himself, David <laughs> Childress. We haven't, we haven't become him. We haven't become him in quite a while. Uh, the lost world of the calm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I didn't even think about him being on Gaia um, yes. to even search. So that was a good search there. Yeah, he was one of the first people I like. I, I did like you know the the top five ancient aliens dudes when we were first thinking about the show, and because I knew Wilcock was on, but I searched for Sukalos zero, like absolutely none. Mm. Uh, William Henry multiple. Um, uh, I think Jason Martell has one or two things. Cockney Collins many things. Yeah. Uh, Nick Redfern, I believe, has a couple things on Kai. Okay. Um, okay. But uh, he would be a good one to. Yeah to do too but uh because he at least like he's not a whack job he's like he's like a little eccentric but he's not like he actually he's actually more about like government the, stuff? the conspiracy right. kind of stuff and how it leads into black-eyed children but also right alien meta materials and you know things like he, he, he does the whole paranormal kind of gamut or high strangeness gamut so mm-hmm. um and he's got that sexy punk rock attitude oh yeah uh, for new well, listeners, gave a fact. Nick Redfern was the initial inspiration for oh, yeah. probing ancient <laughs> It was him. You know, we were watching the show and then doing a bit about him being at a diner and pondering if he should put the jam on the toast or she put an egg on the toast, you know. Right. Or a little <laughs> bit of bacon and fold yes. it. Yeah. 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 Make the, the sandwich. The, save the, sweet, the savory sandwich with the toast or the sweet sandwich with the toast. Right, uh, right, right. Out the window onto the, you know, area. Use sure. a spall jam and show I fold with some bacon in the side of it and make a sandwich. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's Monday night. We are chatting here. We are recording live at twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens. It is about 7.50 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, so pretty, pretty average. Seven o'clock hours. Yeah. Usually our record time. Uh, but of course, you can find the audio recording of this podcast on all your favorite podcast services where we hope you'll give us a subscribe, a follow on Spotify and those five star ratings and reviews. 
uh, to help us get found by all little other other little pro astronauts out there before before the AI really takes over. Before yeah. Chat help, GPT starts help the others, yeah. Shadow Chat GPT, stuff. give me a prolapse uh, podcast in a harsh tone criticizing ancient aliens every episode. Thank you. Load it up. <laughs> I found these two knuckleheads. Yeah. <laughs> um, David Childress coined, coined, and <laughs> they like to have fun. And oh my God. And he said some coin and sucralos. That's, that's a, you know, all of the, the Trump, Obama, Biden, uh, AI generated like Call of Duty or Minecraft videos right. where they're online gaming. We totally, I mean, we probably, we don't have quite the tech, but that would be great to make one with the ancient aliens folks. Oh yeah. 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 Either, either playing online games or doing a fucking cooking show or something. Right, 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 right. Something along those lines. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we, uh, we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens. We do two exclusive podcasts every month for only the $5 tier or higher, uh, where we have adventurous ghosts, our ghost adventures podcast, where we do. Every adventure that the Ghost Adventures crew goes on uh, in order, just like Probing Ancient Aliens was for the show Ancient Aliens. Uh, but the, the guys are a lot hunkier on that show. We you got, you got that boy band vibe where you can pick your favorite. You can fantasize about your favorite. Exactly. Uh, we, you can um, cute meet whoever. Or what's the match where they... Uh, what's what's the thing? Because you, you used to say that when they would um, make a couple match. Slash without uh, oh shipping people uh, yeah or, that's right yeah and then slash fiction is where well that's do... totally <laughs> <laughs> oh, slash fiction of the ancient aliens and, you know, yeah yeah well it'd be more slash fiction um because I feel like they do crossover genres so it could be ancient aliens meets ghost mm. adventures yes yes bagan sukulos bagan bagan uh, we're having banging. a hair off right <laughs> <laughs> where they just shave each other's bodies. Right. Can you tell the difference between us now? Is this how about when we fuck each other? Am I not kind? (laughs) Which would be funny because Zach would kind of look like Xerxes in that. He was fully shaved, (laughs) oiled up, (laughs) black face, oil based Zach. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then our other podcast is Probing Deeper, where we probe a few knuckles deeper into all sorts of subjects. That's kind of our our more open podcast. Uh, Most recently, we did. Uh, a kind of a little deep dive about the the podcast that Steve and I uh, love and listen to and were inspired by and talk radio and stuff. So um, we'll probably do one for Graham Hancock's uh, Ancient Apocalypse show. We'll probably do one for Mandalorian season three. Yeah, I'm, I've got a few more episodes deep in Mando. So. Oh, man. oh, Mando. Um, which, yeah, we Mandor. should probably do that. There's a slash fiction for you. Handor <laughs> <laughs> my Mandor. Yes. Um, we can talk after, but yeah, probably should do one this week because then next week uh, is the last week of the month. Yes, it's creeping up. I know it's the Ides of May right now. But yeah. uh, uh, you can listen to our other podcast, No Guts, No Glory, the Berserk podcast on your favorite podcast service. So that's in a whole separate feed. Uh, that is a podcast where we discuss, wow, uh, the long running manga and anime, but it's not as long running, but the long running manga Berserk, uh, which uh, you know, gave birth to the the huge sword cliche in manga and anime and video games. It gave birth to uh, countless uh, sexual assault scenes. Yes, many Dooku's uh, count Dooku's. 
<laughs> Many Dooku's died bringing these plans yeah. to us. <laughs> That's what the Clone Wars was. It was all just cloning Count Dooku. Right. To bring the plans. <laughs> right. Where the hell am I doing here? <laughs> you go back. I thought you were going to do Christopher Lee as Count Dooku. Well, that's what I was doing, but a very shitty version. Oh, because that was a good Harrison Ford, which is... Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was, yeah, Christopher Lee. Where am I? What what are we doing? (laughs) Yeah, a little little more twang, a little British. I almost said Saruman the Ever-Living, like Mumra. (laughs) Or Saruman the Ever-Green. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're, uh, we're having fun with that podcast has a good little listenership already. There's only five episodes up cause that's what we do, uh, every other Monday that we're not doing this show. So if you like us, if you like, uh, manga, if you like anime, if you like hyper violent, dark fantasy, uh, then, uh, go give no guts, no glory. If you like Ryan. Yes. Oh yes. Yes. We have, uh, my buddy from my martial arts group, Ryan, who was a third co-host on that show. If you're a fan of anyone named Ryan, yes, you'll be a yeah. fan of him. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah it's a different ryan every single episode exactly yeah on that show but we have uh, a craigslist posting up i think some people are lying but either way i feel good after <laughs> we still even though it's illegal we still slip in the m for m terminology in there it's just exactly you know, have to do the like yeah. the reddit where you have to highlight spoilers you know it's still right 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 misconnections m for m ryan's pnp party and play yeah our dogs <laughs> Not raw dog, <laughs> Ryan dogs. <laughs> uh, you can support the show and get cool merchandise by heading over to blackholesupplycompany.com for probing engine aliens apparel and accessories, disc golf discs, disc golf apparel with exclusive art by our friends. Uh, and it has a physical location now. If you're in the Southern California area, uh, you can head over to Cape and Cowl Collectibles at 9525 Garfield Avenue, like the cat, Sweet C2. Fountain Valley, California, 92708. So if you're doing a Disneyland trip, if you're doing a WonderCon trip, if you're doing a something else out in Southern Any California. Any kind of trip in the OC. Uh, if you're going to go back and recant every episode of the show OC yeah. and go to the locations where it was not filmed but supposed to be taking place, or, or fan of the Jack Black yeah. film, Orange County. <laughs> yeah, just going on a tour of Irvine, by way, even though it was shot in like Beverly Hills and things like right, that. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Down to Laguna Beach, even. Yes. Okay. To the shore of uh, <laughs> La Jolla? Pacific Ocean, or yeah. Leo Carrillo. To... Oh, Leo Carrillo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, yeah, make sure and subscribe to our twitch.tv slash probing engine alien channel so you could see when we're Twitch streaming, get that notification. And I uh, haven't done this in a while. Become a, a Twitch Prime member. It's free to you as long as you're already an Amazon Prime member. You can go into your Amazon Prime account and link your Twitch account and be a Twitch Prime member. You just have to re... Uh, or sorry, you get a free subscription to any channel every month for for a month. See, you right. just have to re-up it every month. So we hope... Yeah, you they choose. give you free, free, free $5 to go give to who your favorite content creators. Right. Give this a little, a little Skrilla. Um we have a segment usually here called reaching for the stars where we ask you little prolapse notes out there to uh, give us that five star rating. If you review us in the comments, of that rating, we will give you a shout out on the air and read your review, but I do not have any. I, yeah, I just looked, I did not see anything. Somehow I unfollowed our show. I don't know how that was possible either. So that's great. Uh, so I went back, refollowed on uh, Apple iTunes. Oh, nice. Uh, Apple podcasts. 
Yes. Uh, or yeah, podcasts. Yes. But, um, there was a, I, I went back to listen to uh, <laughs> the You Talking You Two mm. to Me series, which is now doing Talking Heads. Right. Um, and I can't remember if I told you, but they literally, so it starts off like the, the 2020 pandemic season was supposed to be you talking red hot chili peppers re me. They do one episode and they both kind of complain that <laughs> they don't really like it that much. Yeah. I hate the red hot chili. They peppers, do the so. second episode and, uh, and it started off as an episode of you talking a uh, red talking hot chili head. peppers re me, but 10 minutes in, they go, should we just fucking switch? The, like, cause the, cause, but it's so funny because the joke of that podcast is that they do fake podcasts within the show. And sometimes it gets like, oh, right, right, podcast right, right. Is this an episode of I Love Film? And then they'll do an right. episode of like, I Love Money within the episode of I Love Film because they're talking yeah. about Wall Street or something. And so, so they're doing, they then just switch to doing <laughs> you talking, talking heads, <laughs> my talking head. And they've stuck with that as the main show. So it's and never that, switched back. Yeah, it could be a long-standing it, it, bit. At the end bit. of 22, they 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 switched back to Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, okay. And so... Did they at least do it as a joke of like, wow, that was a crazy long... <laughs> I'm not caught up yet, but I will yeah, find yeah. out. when I, I'm like four or five episodes away from the last Talking Heads one. But Yeah. I feel uh, like that show, they need someone who likes the band. So if they both hate it, then it's just going to go nowhere. So if they're they, both they not... They both like Red Hot Chili Peppers to an extent, but... Um, they the early music is so messy and rough and like like the whole first album is done on like purely on like cocaine like everyone's on heroin and cocaine and so they should have stayed there they started recording it they recorded it with george clinton and the p-funk all-stars in his um recording studio by some weird happenstance so it's like it's it's a fucking mess and so they, they just weren't having fun talking about those songs or whatever but but like they were like, but we really are. We really have been in the mood to talk about them a lot, and we thought this would be good, but they just didn't care that much. But uh, anyway, yeah, they get back to it. They do. They have like two episodes of it up, but they're like two months apart or something. So yeah, I still uh, think Anthony Akita should spend a little more time under that bridge and never come out. Exactly. <laughs> uh, take care of all that scar tissue that he wishes we all saw it, but I don't want to see it. I don't need to see it. Yeah, just enjoy your spoon and go fall asleep forever. <laughs> I'll be okay with that. Um, but uh, yeah, please give us those five star ratings and uh, uh, review us. The five star ratings are plenty good enough. Should take you two seconds to go click those five stars. On, see, uh, see. I, you know, Spotify has ratings now. Apple Podcast has ratings now. Fucking Google Podcast does not, which is still really insane. <laughs> but uh, uh, there's literally no user anything except subscribe on Google Podcast. Ah, okay. So. Yeah uh pretty lame it's a fine interface but again we're letting the ai just run it is not um Castbox is not one of our biggest uh platforms but it has a pretty robust review system there too it has like it's you can review that or not necessarily review but you can comment and comment back and exactly. forth with people on the episodes yeah, like so you could more. write five stars but yeah that is uh technically lacking but we'll still read those um as for the news um the uh the the con the contact in the desert event oh yeah fastly 
Yes. Coming upon it's us. A couple two and a half short weeks, which is these crazy. calm people. <laughs> Contact people. <laughs> uh, and I have been because you reminded me that the schedule was live. The panel yeah. discussions were live. Um, the panel. So I've been looking through these, and I don't know if you have. Um, I did a very rough map of a day when I first saw it, and right. now since blank. But I feel like a lot of it was like afternoon stuff. Nothing great yes. in the morning personally jumped out. But I again just very rough scanned it. Yeah, I feel like this is like a. This will be kind of well. I mean, we'll see. Some of these might be super full, like. Like Avi Loeb, Dr. Avi Loeb is an actual really gnarly um, astrophysicist, and he's in the news quite a bit. Um, he's one of the dudes that discovered or claimed that Oumuamua was an extraterrestrial craft or satellite of some kind or probe of some kind. Okay. And laid, and laid out all the reasons why and stuff. He's been on HD Aliens before, too, or at least quoted. But um, so they have a handful of like hardcore scientists here. Um, they have those, the two. Um, uh quantum physicist dudes that uh adam curry is one of them uh and he has a whole thing about ai the first day which could be interesting because he's an ai guy um but uh and then nick redfern has uh a panel at 420 as well the only problem with that the tustin jam predicament (laughs) and how to navigate uh which could be interesting i mean you and i having listened to Bigfoot Collectors Club and some other shit quite a bit have heard many men in black stories mm, and, and they can oh, get really fucking yeah. weird, you know, because these are these are the men in black that aren't actual government agents. They are paranormal, weird, ultra terrestrial yeah. entities. So, yeah, I can't I, I feel like I don't know if any I'm sure someone's spoken to, it, but I don't know. Yeah. Outside of the comic book, at what point men in black shifted to government spooks yes. versus um, just the alien weirdo people who can't figure it out like an ai version of a human exactly yeah um and so uh, he's he's at 215 russell targ is also at 215 i kind of think we should see targ just because he's so fucking old right right like he's I, up, but he's also they have an asterisk he's gonna be via zoom he's not gonna be oh fudge that's so kind of a bummer yeah, okay too. well yeah could Good still call. be interesting uh and also that is a workshop versus a lecture. Okay, so we can't do the workshops. We have to see only lectures. Unless we pay extra or something. Exactly. Right? There's like the the intensives, which I think are later, and then the workshops are also kind of intensives. Yeah. But and yeah, so we can't. I think the wor- we can only do lectures. Yeah. I'm assuming this workshop with Russell is just going to be that you're paying to be able to ask him questions personally from the audience, which could be really fucking boring and bad if people are asking, you know, dumb questions. Right, right. Um, but... Uh, uh, Richard Dolan has a lecture, but we've seen him in a lecture before. And yeah. stuff is all about the government closure stuff, which I'm just saying, you know, whatever. But um, and a lot, so a lot of the stuff's pretty wonky. They got Stephen Bassett there, which is interesting, but his is just a fucking ask me anything Q and A. But uh, so that Adam Curry guy is the building a psychic machine, which is about AI. Which oh, so well, sure. I think I think if we do Redfern. And uh, and Adam Curry, that would be a decent first day. Because other Cause than that, Friday, first day, right? yeah. yeah, yeah, I feel L- like Linda Friday Moulton was Howe, soft. Linda, yeah, Linda Moulton Howe has a lecture, um, cracking open <laughs> UFOs, <laughs> bacon canyons, <Yeah>. and loving <laughs> the skin you're in, uh, <laughs> unclosable wounds, 
<laughs> but she's also at 215. But I'm like, yeah. eh, I don't really. Yeah. She's kind of boring. We've, we have heard her voice quite yeah. a bit. She's better yeah. in the like freak side table, like yes. random encounter than watching a panel. Better just to look at her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Watch the freaks okay. show up. Again, like yeah, like a zoo animal. Because <laughs> um, the stuff that's in the morning, um, it doesn't mean these couldn't be interesting. Uh, like I mean, Nick, yeah, Pope, I... Nick Pope has a nine a.m. one, uh, which is after Contact, which okay. sounds like he's just going to be ripping off Travis Taylor <laughs> and right, having, right, right. having some now, sort of this plan. This is what for, happens right? once we get. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's certain. Yeah, I mean, obviously we'll be up and ready to go. So. Yeah. We'll check something out, but yeah. Because, yes. uh, yeah, the Avi Loeb one is also a workshop as well. So, um, but, uh, and then day two, and I figured we could look at this briefly now just because um, this episode is uh, yeah, you know, 20 minutes, 25 minute episode. Yeah. And, and he talks to... about nothing really, to yeah, be honest. Very, <laughs> it's like, it's like two segments of a ancient yeah. alien show kind of yeah. in terms of the actual level. Uh, the lost world of the cum. <laughs> oh, it's found every day. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So I'm on Saturday now. Stephen Bassett's out there again, which is disclosure shit. Uh, a workshop. Oh wow, this is insane. Linda Moulton now has a workshop, ten thirty-five Saturday. What does it feel like to be near a tall white? <laughs> Should I just show up to that and be like, just tell me? Yeah, just stand on the stage awkwardly. <laughs> hey, come on. Yeah. You can stand by People me. can pay. Yeah. You, you guys paid for this workshop. Just come up here and stand. It's fine. You can just give me the cash directly. Yeah. Oh, you prepay? No, no. They'll refund you that. Yeah. You got to prepay. You got to pay in me. Here's, here's my uh, QR code. Just scan it. Scan it! <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you feel scared being near yeah. a tall white, huh? Oh, uh, you think I'm AI? You think I'm gonna get ya? <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, uh, Cockney Collins is gonna be there. Um, oh, good. Uh, that's at ten thirty-five. We're gonna catch him poolside doing a DJ set, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I'm not just gonna read all these, but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We've we've heard of this guy Johnny Enoch. I think he's a podcaster or something. Oh yeah, that does sound really familiar. Um, ET visitors in our galactic neighborhood. Uh, there's the George Norrie luncheon that day, uh, and the live game show called Liar in the Desert. <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> what this that is going to be some cheese ball shit too. Um, Jason Martel, no Sprager this year because he was supposed to be at the 2020. Back. Yes. Yes. Well, he's in uh, merry old Scotland now, so recovering from deafness, basically. Right. Um, but uh, and then another Nick Redfern the next day, which kind of sounds interesting. Non-human infiltration of our planet. It's not all good. Mm. <laughs> colon. It's not all good. Yeah. Especially uh, the colon part. Caroline Corey is there. Oh, um, I do want to see that. If that's yeah, not. I, a I feel like I saw person, that. Yeah. But uh, uh, but I kind of don't at the same time, you know, but oh, two o'clock is. The Graham Hancock. Yeah, Angel that one. Hancock. And we'll probably have to get there early for that. Because remember that one, like, quote yes. unquote, sold out last That'll time. That'll be a, a lineup or. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's where, like, I think that was his that we lined up for where there was a lot of good people watching that in the group. Oh, yeah. Kinda... <laughs> There's some guy with, like, one real arm and that was it. Yes. Walking and hanging out and said, I looked like some. Um, who was the guy that um, Five Nights at, or Five Heads at Freddy said? 
was his like informant uh cory good or whatever was it the cory good or the other because there was like the new on the scene, not the curly haired guy, but oh, like the other who like yes. wore the suit and stuff. Yes, yes, yes. And we saw, we caught the tail end of his yeah. shit while waiting for another panel. Right. Cause he's, he was the new boy toy of him. Yes. And yeah. the guy's like, you look, I thought that was you. And I was like, no, he's like, well, you're definitely his brother or something. And I was like, no, it's like, you should, I'm like, I have no idea who you're talking about. It's like, you should check him out. And the guy like literally had just metal bendy yeah. legs and like one real hand. And of course he was drawn to you. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of like, uh, kind of war bride situation, like a lot of like older mm-hmm. rich and younger you know, not sure if they're right, citizens right, of the right. country kind of thing, which is fine. They're having a great yeah. time, but um, <laughs> as long as it's consensual, yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. As long as it's not sex trafficking, but yeah, um, but yeah. there's that I- shitty vendor. Remember, we almost bought the UFO jackets. I was like, yes. we're half tempted on the bomber. Yes. Uh, the, um, well, they're also hard selling us. We're like, exactly. Oh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they were kind of the only like semi-normal booth though at the whole right, place, right. which was crazy. <laughs> but uh uh and then saturday goes late it's got shit till 7 45 the 7 45 oh, okay. to nine o'clock block um now oh one of the nights we should do the viewing maybe friday night or something i was just gonna say so ben hansen who has been to like skinwalker ranch and all this stuff he's the new night vision goggle dude so okay. that's from eight to eleven on saturday night oh um, yeah I don't know if there is one on Friday, but yeah, I was going to say, I feel I like I saw there was one here. every night, but I could be wrong. I could be um, wrong. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Eight to okay. 11, uh, at least Friday and Saturday. So okay. that's cool. Okay. Um, get fucking we'll play by ear. Show but... up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just debating. I'm assuming we'll want to leave for dinner and then come back. So it's like, yes. what night do we want to make sure we're back by eight kind of thing? Get something real fibery and farty for dinner. Oh yeah. And leafy yeah. greens. And... <laughs> and queefy greens. <laughs> um but uh and then of course there's movies happening the cinema under the stars. i wonder if that silver man will be there again i i literally was just thinking the exact same thing i'm like wasn't that weird guy in like a speedo just hanging out at the movie I, I associate the movie screen area to where he was right, just hanging out by one of those down. chairs like in the right, fucking right. broad like super bright and i think we had just been to alien con and he was there too in the same yeah. full regalia <laughs> he was at the, the fucking yeah, yeah. He was at the, yeah, that first morning panel with the Hysteria 51 guys and Sprager and right, a right, of them right. So, uh, where there was literally four of us or five of us in the audience. So, yeah. um, I'll definitely and try then, and live stream some of this as much as we can on AG. So, again, make sure to follow yes. Instagram. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, Nick Pope's got a QA Sunday. Um, now this could be. Well, Sunday uh, might be the day where we get up, go to a panel, and just get the fuck out of it. Right. Well, because I was going to say, like, uh, 8.30 a.m., Michael Denon, the the, mm. U- the UCI physicist, has one right, called right. Trump the Friendly Skeptic, Science Answers Your Burning Questions About the Universe, which, like, it, be, it might be, like, cool to see him, but I think that'll be kind of, we could just watch episodes of the universe or something for that yeah, stuff. Yeah. But if we're looking for something to do. Yeah, for feeling um, it. Uh, there's something called the reality of Bigfoot hard evidence, mm. <laughs> which is only a 45 minute panel. Uh, okay. Mario at nine 30. Oh, that's um, very doable. Crystal skull shit. Oh, uh, at 10 30 off on the crystal skulls that said like you could like handle them. Uh, uh, 10 35, a lecture with Stanley Milford Jr. And Jonathan Dover, who has been on the secret of Skinwalker ranch. He's mm. the guy that was a Navajo ranger for okay. like 25 years. 
and uh, and he showed him around like the the ancient site with the big spirals and things like right, that. Right, right, right. So that's a that's a almost two hour panel at ten thirty five. But uh, okay, so that puts uh, us lunch and then probably jam. Yeah, I mean obviously yeah, we'll see if there's but because we've I think already it's seen, shifts after that. Yeah. Yes, like we've we've seen Seth show stocks, uh, Seth show stock before. Um, oh right. And uh, at uh, Alien Con, the first one, I think um, there is a workshop with Graham Hancock at two o'clock, but. And it's and it's it doesn't have the little asterisk next to it, so we could check it out. But it's two to three forty-five. But we also might want to be gone by that point. Yeah, but, yeah. I think. But, well, uh, I think again, the workshops are all pay extra. Yes. Uh, that is psychedelics and the quest for life after death: colon a lost key to prehistory. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, the rest of these, I'm not seeing anything. I don't know. Nothing must see here. Musk. Yeah, they're really cramming in a lot on Sunday. I mean. Yeah, it's weird. I feel like last year, Sunday, it shifted to all the intensives and um, workshops. And then Monday was all intensives. Yeah, Sunday's like the biggest fucking day. And then Hmm, that's annoying. I feel like Saturday should be. It's like it's almost I'm guessing because they probably have so many smaller panelists, like more than in the past where they had bigger panelists. They're probably just saying we just got to fill it in because, yeah, because then, yes, Monday Monday is just more shit. And I mean, there are more intensives on, on Monday, but or no, it's literally all intensives. Like you just said, yeah, yeah. I just scrolled down. So yeah, but that goes all day too. That's crazy. But, um, but yeah, should be a, a pretty mellow, um, uh, one Experience. in terms of being able to see what we want, but then also, right. uh, I'll try to watch out for us. If any of the other pe- folks in the podcast world are going to, cause that could be fun to say hi or something too. But right, so far, right. Nobody on an official level, but you know, sometimes you hear about afterwards, like, oh, we went to contact in the desert or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Well, my wife, my wife is looking forward because Ross and Carrie, um, mm. the Oh No, Ross and Carrie podcast show up. They've gone to this event and then they go to like that. They went to that LA one I said we should go to. That was in February. Con- yeah. So they go to that. So I have a sneaking suspicion they'll, they'll be there. Yeah. Yeah uh yeah bigfoot collectors club have they they've gone they've right? done a panel before yeah oh wow a whole panel and, uh, okay. yeah they teamed up with another podcast and then did their own so it was like a four-hour fucking oh, wow. or something like that so um, yeah we'll have to be on the lookout now that we're even again it, when we went i thought we were deep enough in the world but we weren't uh, yeah, exactly. that first time so <laughs> being even further in because yeah brian sprague was on the latest bigfoot collectors club yes app. i listened yeah yeah for which the, was pretty good the 2023 ufo update right um because they have them on every year for that but uh but yeah excited for the trip um and we'll, we'll work out details but i assume you come here thursday afternoon that we'll leave i would think so after yeah. work leave my car uh, or something get out there at night yeah yes um um what is next oh yeah how how you doing steve and joey so i don't know why i can't see the fucking chat tonight um let me see if i can my phone is on like five percent screen massive but then it blocks you Mm. from being there on the screen on the camera i guess i don't even myself there we go my phone has gone into the two-year age where the battery now just lasts like half oh yeah yeah yep i just upgraded to a galaxy s 23 because of that same reason mm. and it was at 18 months it was fine but it was you know it's it literally is like it doesn't just slowly do it it's like it's fine and then it's like oh 40 less charge throughout the day it'll just go right, or 40 right. faster decline of your charge throughout the day yeah. uh 
But yeah, uh, I don't see anyone in the chat, so no one is going to ask. Fudge. How are you doing, Steve? How are you doing, Joey? We're doing okay. Uh, yeah, this weekend, for me. <laughs> <laughs> all of us are fine. Let's move on. Um, yeah, went to the uh, Just Like Heaven Music Festival out in sunny Pasadena, California at the Rose Bowl. Uh, bands like Hot Chip, Peaches, MGMT, M83, uh, the Yeah, 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 Yeah's, um, so on and so forth. So we were there like literally all day, left here, left our house probably like at 10, got there mm. at 1130 ish. Oh, it was a one and done thing. Well, it's an all day festival. So yeah, we, yeah. it started at noon and we probably left at 11 p.m., got home at like oh, wow. 1230. Um, so yeah, full day out in the sun. Uh, we did have the GA plus, uh, which wasn't like a crazy upgrade, but enough to where we had like an area of dedicated shade and cold water and some other oh, amenities. Oh, uh, that's so why that you nice. guys on your stories were like behind a little fence in one of those videos. No, So the fence area is VIP, which we did corral. So yeah. they immediately <laughs> you huddled in there. Yeah, I was, in there. They I was jammed. Down, deloused us. <laughs> exactly. Uh, put on stage to dance. Um, we did accidentally sneak into the VIP, not knowing Oh, because early on, again, at those conventions like Comic-Con, no, none of the security knows what anything actually means from like a wristband or timing or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um. So I thought we were in the GA plus area, but we we're in the VIP section. Mm. Uh, and then, yeah, try to go to the bathroom and someone stopped us there and they're like, this is VIPs only. But I'm like, this isn't a very large already sectioned off area <laughs> and you're now stopping us here. And then when we left the, the section, we're like, oh, oops. Uh, that was VIP. We should have maybe, yeah, but um, not a big deal because the other bands were playing on a different stage. So we're going to have to leave anyway. Got it. Uh, but yeah, that was really fun. And then Sunday uh, chilled out, did one last final round of disc golf before the big oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, event at the Christ camp this coming weekend with uh, hot and rowdy and ding dong Bundy. Right. Where um, my former employee lives up there right in crest Crestline, california <laughs> so we'll be going up friday there's now two permanent courses at that place so it could be oh. worth like one of our day off trips no, to be- uh to go play but yeah so friday we'll go up play both courses just to yeah yeah lay get a lay of the land and then saturday you play one course and sunday you play the next and then we'll come home so weather keeps going off and on of like it's always in the 70s but now there's like a 30 percent chance of rain so hmm. uh it's gonna be hot and humid if i it, it seems to like to me that the weather app has gotten so back to the future too esque that it, it never seems incorrect about the rain anymore like it's it's like the percentages to me like as you go hour by hour one seem more like the intensity of the rain exactly happen it literally said Not, that today yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's like in this a meeting thing, it's like it always rains when it says rain but if it's 10 right. percent, it just drizzled for, drizzles for like five minutes exactly and then it's done. yeah yep i said the same thing like, yeah, a little light drizzle for an hour or something and yeah i was it, like this might sound insane but the percent yeah. is more how it i said the exact same thing like if it's like 90 or 100 percent, that means it's downpouring exactly yeah. where if it's the 10 to 30 percent, means it's like scattered showers and drizzle which i'm like that doesn't make any sense because a percent is just of will yeah. it rain? Yes or no. <laughs> exactly. Not how intense the rain is. So, but the weird thing is it literally goes from like 0% chance to 30. And like yeah. this morning I checked it was zero this afternoon, 30%, then checked again, 
hmm. zero. So who who knows? But I think it's just going to be scattered scattered clouds, which could uh, pee a little poo on us uh, right, while right. we're just golfing. That probably shouldn't be too bad. I would guess. Yeah, I don't, it's it's yeah, I don't see, foresee it being like crazy shut down the course mudslides. But have you been practicing? exiting bathrooms from the inside exactly well i'm gonna i was gonna film some and take some pictures of the bathroom to see who won after two years <laughs> you can also see if the uh how how the damage was repaired or exactly well yeah yeah i was gonna do a whole expose on uh the follow-up post incident uh <laughs> where i had to i i can't even remember zero idea what episode but long story short when i first played here a couple years ago i was by myself, met a friend in the parking lot to do a practice round, went to the bathroom, door locked on practice itself. Gay 69. Let's exactly. So. Um, <laughs> it was pretty, pretty intense. He was on the other side. Each of your penises are practicing for going into the real hole. Exactly. Like yeah. going into the mouth hole. <laughs> <laughs> the velvet was real. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like the door closed. It was dark. It locked because I like I had my sunglasses on close the door i was like oh i should take my sunglasses off go to open the door so then i could see the light switch door was locked couldn't see anything i have my phone which has a flashlight on it but then i'm like oh no one's gonna hear me this guy's gonna take off i'm gonna have no one do a practice round freak out (laughs) give the door a, a, a bash with the old shoulder think it was just jammed and then just blew the whole uh uh, handle and, <laughs> and locking mechanism the, open the, the what are the strike plate and all that shit off all yeah yeah up. so it was all ripped uh i then saw the light turned it on went to the bathroom real quick nice. got out of there and was scared the whole weekend because that evening they sent an email to all the players like um please be aware like something so i was like oh god they found the broken bathroom it was like uh there were people seen smoking on the premises. Please do right. not smoke, blah, blah, blah. So I was just waiting the whole time. Like, God, if someone reported a disc golfer just randomly smoking, I'm like, they're going to report that this bathroom got blown yeah. out. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, you can imagine that damage. at this, this Christian camp property that it was probably difficult to sell. We're going to use this as a tournament space and have people, you know, and not respect the before, area. And but yeah. they're probably, yeah, probably a very tenuous relationship where the Christian camps, like if we see literally any X, Y, Z thing, you're never yeah. doing this. Again. You're stoners or whatever. Like yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> and then some dickhead breaks the door, <laughs> but thankfully they were getting the camp ready for summer. So I did see like a construction crew the next day. So I was like, all right, they got this. They're fine. They're fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Winter damage, some storm activity or something. It's just some <laughs> migrant worker that, you know, didn't know how uh, locks worked up here. Right. Uh, right. Across right. the border or something. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I got some complications more for that explanation than the actual issue. But yeah, well, that's why you didn't go last year. You were canceled for exactly. Yeah, yeah, in the the Crestline disc golf. Yeah, growing my hat out. I'll I'll I have my bucket extra bucket hat on now. So. You did a lot of uh, solidarity posts with Nico Castro. Exactly. About not being yeah. able to just just the horrors of not being able to compete. How it's a part of you, right? Right. You know, and <laughs> affecting my mental psyche. Uh, <laughs> Now with Natalie Ryan protesting, uh, yeah. <laughs> I should be able to play in the women's division. I got to go interact with some of those uh, insensitive disc golf mean posts. No, that account know. sucks because then anyone, anytime someone smashes Natalie Ryan, then that person goes, the, the admin goes, do you really think that's funny? That's really funny to you? Blah, yeah, blah. And I've all, seen that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. And was it's like it, on Facebook, it shows admin because someone, someone wrote something 
about Natalie Ryan and then a person commented, well, that really, they really threw the balls out of that one or something. And the admin just had this like huge paragraph about like how that's so funny. And you think you're so funny. And then wow. all these people were like, isn't the name of this account yeah. insensitive? Like <laughs> you're administering an insensitive disc golf meme. Yeah, it's insane. Which so. consistently does even worse shit about uh, Paige Pierce. And right. Right. But that's funny. Cause she's just, it's insane. So yeah, I kind of actually don't like that account almost anymore because oh, wow. it's okay. just like that's good to know. Yeah, because yeah. I I lost the algorithm. I hadn't I hadn't like seen the post. Yeah, back, nothing's been eh, funny whatever. on there. So it was consistent yeah. for a while. Yeah, it, no, it was good, but yeah, something popped up. So I looked through and I'm like, yeah, nothing's. Yeah, yeah. And then this person's the admin's like being sensitive. So that's really weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. That's, in a nutshell, yeah, yeah. It's almost worth checking out just to see that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, doing okay outside of that. So yeah, just getting ready, getting ready. Uh, How about you, I'm Joel? Doing, I'm doing okay as well. Doing good, actually. So I uh, I told Steve a little earlier, but I got accepted to my first choice of uh, Masters of Social Work program. So, wow. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited about that. Um, was just getting a lot of stuff together. Uh, was kind of nice that I got the decision sooner because because this program also starts at the end of june and, oh wow that soon okay yeah, oh, you, well like, i remember you said 27th but or 20 end of june but yeah. i didn't realize that's when it started i thought that's just when you got your material of yes what to no, expect. That, that's the first um first semester which is part of what i like too is they they have they basically have terms going all year round as opposed to like so like i was applying to uh or i was looking into state schools because they have there's some state schools that have really great programs too all impacted because you know state schools of course are more affordable party schools they have reputations all sorts of shit. like arizona state has a really good reputation for their msw they actually have higher higher gpa standards from your transcripts uh and higher like more intense application processes than some ivy league schools do <laughs> because they're like because they're like, hey, this is how Cal State Long Beach was when I went there, too. They were like, hey, there's 50 billion other you fuckers trying to get yeah. in here. So you better impress us or get the fuck out, even though you know, it doesn't really matter. But like if this was like, you know, the days when fucking college was insanely important, like your degree from a state school wasn't quite as sought right. after as an Ivy much weight. school or you know, yeah. something like that. So plus those schools only start the program on fall semesters. So I would have mm. had to wait not till this coming fall, but next fall. So oh, fall 24 for for pretty much any state. Well, yeah, that's why I thought when you're like applying, I'm like, wait, aren't they all set for this fall? Right. Yeah. So and and the other, I had my my options down to five schools, which three of them were the only ones I was really um, excited for. And uh, but it was kind of nice that I got a decision fast from my first choice because uh a because the deadline was really like quickly advancing anyway i just because but i just happened to find that this school existed like a month before the deadline so um but uh the other two would have yes not started till august and september or something like that but uh uh so yeah excited um i went and uh talked to a friend of my in-laws to get like a just kind of another like i've been talking to my theory about this kind of for years and then for the last few months like very seriously but um uh they have a friend who's a long time like doctorate of psychology who like trains people, does his own practice, all this stuff, just to get like another opinion about, you know, ask him the same questions I asked my therapist. Like the, the biggest one was like, 
if you could go back in time and change anything about your journey, uh, what would you have done? And, and our therapist was like, I would have done my MSW first because that would have taken, that would have killed two birds with one stone. Instead, she went through a master's of arts and then went back for an MSW. Um, cause it sounds, it sounds more logical where it's like, oh yeah, if you're going to be a psychotherapist or psychologist, you get a psychology master's. Right. And it's like, but right. those are, those tend to be more for people going for a doctorate in well, psychology yeah. that are doing more research and scientific studies and things like that. So, um, not always, you can still, t- you can get licensed in fucking all the licensed shit anyway, but well, and you can technically get a PhD, not necessarily a doctoral, like mm-hmm. medical doctor, but you can get a PhD without getting a master's. You, that's like yeah. also another thing there people don't guys. realize. Like yeah, you yeah. don't need a master. It's not like a job where like, I need to be a manager, then right, a senior right. manager and director. It's like, you could just go straight into a PhD program. Right. Yeah. You would just let some people might just struggle because if they're not used to doing any graduate level work, right, then, right, well, right. then they're asking a lot of you, you know, you yeah. got to fucking Doogie Hauser or something. But, um, but, uh, yeah, so excited about that. Um, and, uh, and just to be kind of full time and fully immersed, uh, in that for year and a half, months, two years, 27 months. And that's the accelerated full time, but that's because this program has more credits in it and more, um, they have, they have more specific levels of concentrations, which is really the big reason why, cause I wanted to do mental health and trauma focused concentration. Cause you can go into the, a social work degree and do macro stuff for like communities and schools and cities and like stuff like that. You can go into like the policy world where you're like writing policies for the government or policies for HR departments at, yeah. you know, to make, to do like for social justice stuff and things like that. And you know, racism and hiring practices and all that stuff. So there's a billion things you can do. But uh, like I said last time, I think just doing doing the MSW because that was the advice of my therapist and researching it. You just get more face-to-face interaction with real people with mental illnesses far earlier on than a lot of other degree pathways. Um, and, if, and if you want to open a private practice in the future like I do, then that is you're just going to get way more experience right off the bat with people with, you know, mental illness stuff. So, um, plus to like, I'm, you, you have to take a lot of generalist stuff too. Like if I would have gotten a, a bachelor's in social work, I could have cut out a bunch, like half of the units or whatever. That's like advanced standing. I don't have that, but, um, that's just getting the foundation of generalist social work stuff, which is cool too, because therapists have to abide by those things. Yeah. Well. So, um, but, uh, and, and also who knows, like, may, may, like she, she's like, uh, our therapist, like sometimes, Students will think they're going one way. She's like half the people that work for me, the therapists that work for me started off doing other asp- other concentrations of this and right. license with this because they ended up going, I don't want to do community stuff. I just want to really interact with like people one-on-one or, you know, yeah. or whatever. So babies mostly. Um, Same. I'm licensed only in um, Grogu in, in, you know, baby Yoda. Right. 50 year old uh, or exactly. ancient demons as well. Yes. My, my goal is to finally, uncover what their race is called you know yeah. still don't know that canonically so. right right um but yeah so it's it's uh it's been busy in a good way i still haven't technically t- i've told my family i was thinking about it but i haven't told my family got accepted which was like thursday afternoon so because i want to ah, make okay. sure money was in order and all the you know everything was was set so um but uh yeah so a new a new uh a new adventure for me and i'm 
extremely happy to not go back into the corporate world. Um, the guy I was talking to today, he's like, he's like, you're going to be used to a lot of the shit that goes on. He's like, there's still going to be sometimes depending on where you're working for like your field hours. Cause I have to do 950 hours of stuff. He's like, there might be office politics. There might be, he's like, it's not going to be quite the same as some marketing guy presenting this and hoping that it, it trounces this other person's opinion of this and you right, know, right, right. whatever the marketing budget should go to and all this stuff. But he's like, you're going to run into fucking narcissistic people everywhere. You just gotta, you know, keep, keep it. Yeah. focusing on what you want to focus on in your goals and don't let it bother you. But, um, but yeah, so, uh, other than that, uh, I mean, more importantly than that, been really perfecting my Chicago deep dish recipe. Uh, yeah so not the detroits anymore but the chicago's just you know i go through phases where i want to yeah, focus yeah. you know whatever and, yeah, and drift through the your drift through the midwest exactly <laughs> um but uh uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah. new album title i'm working on. <laughs> <laughs> uh i think up next in the near future i want to i wanted like which i mean like so we have this this very small local chain called Rance's Chicago Pizza that Steve and right. I have you know, been to quite a bit. I've not been there in forever. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. They they have uh Chicago deep dish, but they also have the thin crust kind of tavern style, which which was what Chicagoans will really say is the Chicago style pizza. Um their pizza or their their thin crust is just their Chicago pie crust just flat and and cooked that way instead of instead of put in the in the pan i was cooked this way don't you go away uh so i might I'm even do that one time too i was the, cooked this it was really way. easy to make but um uh the only hard part is you're like you're treating it like biscuit dough where you're like layering it you're rolling it butter. out layering it buttering it roll and then folding it again buttering it again it's, oh, it's so good but and now for those layman's out there because i i didn't know for a long time but the you want cold butter like on your biscuits and things because then uh, it will actually hold while the dough sets and bakes and then melt away. So now you've got those flaky layers Yes, where you that, don't want like a liquid because people are like cold butter. It's like, why do you need cold butter? Not why can't it be hot or room temperature? It's like, cause it needs to like hold on long enough mm -hmm. for that dough to set and get that. And that's how you get that flake. Whereas with, with this dough, it's not quite, uh, so it asks for, um, uh, melted butter. Can't be oh, hot, okay. Because yeah. biscuits are classically cold, cold yes. butter. And if you had a true biscuit crust, it would probably be delicious, but it wouldn't hold up to how big the slices are. And so it, yeah, you have yeah. to fold it and re-smash it and fold it out again. Um, there's also cornmeal in mm. this. This is a Pequod's uh, clone recipe, um, but tastes very much like a better version of Rance's recipe because I'm also doing the sourdough as opposed to a, a commercial yeasted. So there's a, there's a lot more flavor in the dough, even though it's still really thin on the outside, but uh, those have been coming out good. And then, um, yeah, we had to postpone. Um, we did in-laws mother's day. Did you guys do anything for mother's day? No, we'll, we'll do a, a dinner at some point with my mom and then my wife's mom. Uh, it's coming out in June. So we'll, Oh, nice. Yeah. We'll make up session actually um, on father's day weekend. So <laughs> <happy enough>, but. <laughs> uh, just as an insult to you pretty much. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, as, but then, uh, my littlest sister got COVID got the pukes uh, and, and as oh, my wow, mom she, said, yeah. really bad got, cause she got COVID really, or sorry, she got COVID. She really tested positive for COVID. And I was like, what does that mean? She's like, the line showed up within 10 seconds as positive. Um, which 
to me, I was like, maybe you did it wrong, but then she was very sick, apparently. Yeah, she's, sure. she's getting better. But uh, we were going to have on Sunday, which I'm kind of glad because it would have been a lot. It would have been two, two, of, two days of me cooking and prepping dinner mm-hmm. two days in a row being yeah, so for fam- familiar. Yeah. So, yeah. That's going to happen this Sunday. I'm making yeah, hand oh, this Sunday. Sorry. Yeah. Because Memorial Day, you're doing a barbecue with exactly. your man. That's yeah. at their house. So. Uh, but I have a plancha. I have that outside griddle, um, that propane mm. griddle out here. So uh, it's become a tradition that we do like carne asada, tacos and burritos and stuff for Mother's Day. My mom loves okay. it. Too. Um, but uh, yeah, that should be should be fun. But um, huh? Oh, I thought Sarah was talking to me, but she's listening to an audio book. Ah. Uh, and someone's going something like whispering something. Okay, so, loud, so, yeah. Which, yeah, I have heard some weird, very high pitch, almost like that. Um, old school TV turning on or off electric, like, you know what I mean? Like that high pitch going off randomly uh, through our neighborhood behind my, Hmm. especially out in the house, like the cat, the cats I'll be outside with. And then it started going off and like, they'll freak out and run. So I'm like, okay, at least I know I'm not crazy. Yeah. yeah. And like, think I'm hearing something or to my hearing going having paranormal stuff happen in your house. Yeah. Cause it woke me up in the middle of the night a couple nights ago, but now I like today I heard it like throughout the afternoon when I was sitting outside or or we went on a walk and it's like, Mm, I think the point where I can even hear it inside. They're shooting that sequel to Ghostbusters. Exactly. Exactly. It's that same kind of, (laughs) and it like kind of trails off. Yeah. Uh, The only thing I could find was like, someone said like bird deterrents sometimes sound like that. Oh, 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 oh. but it's like, I hear it throughout. Like we, I heard in the backyard, so I'm like, okay, maybe. And then we went for a walk, and I heard it like in in front of our house as we were starting mm-hmm. to walk. So I was like, maybe they're like up on, like it's coming off the tower, like the. the I don't the, know. Yeah, some transistor, like that, because it's totally random too. It's not like oh, weird. Hmm. You know, like oh, every thirty minutes or once an hour, it's yeah. like yeah, because this is it. your guys' second summer there, so you should right. It's not yeah, like, I definitely. I was gonna it, say, no, oh, this maybe, is new. Yeah. Maybe it's happening because of the season change, or I don't know. But yeah, like, you know, electri- electricity something differently, but. But yeah, so again, I'm assuming because the cats hear it, it's yeah. real. Uh, even if it's paranormal, it's real because they're like yeah. every time it's gone off, they like sprint inside because they're like freaked out. Oh. That's like, I um, mean, that show Paranormal Caught on Camera, which is it, it is really cool in the sense that not the show itself, but uh, uh, oh, eight inch hanger is here. If you remember, oh, there we go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said it might be drones. Uh, flying around but but this i i mean i haven't seen sound. a drone but it's it, it's that sound of like and it's very consistent and the same volume every time so I, that's why i don't device. think it's a drone it's something like either firing off on purpose or to joey's point misfiring but it's that same like do like that like progressively fading but going up uh kind of tone on the that paranormal cotton camera show it's it's a fun show to watch even though the actual podcasters and paranormal investigators that are the talking heads on that show have, they all have said on their own shows that like more than half of those uh, seem completely fake or, or have been, have been proven to be fake. And they well, yeah, I think don't. you recommended that show and I watched the first episode and found like almost the whole episode was yes. debunked at that. Yeah. Point. That, that, um, that school in Scotland, right. Right. Where the doors are like closing too and, good to be yeah. true. It was like insane, right. but, um, but, uh, but also like even like, you know, Sprague or like whoever himself will say like some of them or like the monsters among us guys on that show a lot. 
he's like, but there are some that they, that he truly can't explain and does not think are fake. But some of the most interesting ones are the least weird, which makes them also the most weird, right? Which is the ones where people are just filming and there are these insane loud sounds happening from nowhere where it's like, they'll just be filming and they'll have like seven different fucking cameras from the same, like from the same city. Mm-hmm. And they'll all be pointing kind like, of this mountain. And it's just, it's just like these insane howling sounds or like whatever, as if some machines happening, but they'll go on for like a half hour and then just stop. And so it's like very M night Shyamalan esque or something. Right. Right. But, uh, I know it's not, not that intense, but it, it is a, it was a genre, a subgenre of the paranormal, which I'd never thought of, which is just strange fucking loud sounds. Like we're always looking for right, like right. from the night or yeah, EVPs, very subtle, something like that. Yeah. but this is just like, a weird frequency bomb going off. Yeah. Yeah. And again, at least the cats react. Cause I go to, I've gone to concerts forever and obviously we, yeah, I saw Mr. Bungle Thursday night and then, um, that was the show. Yeah. That was with Matt. Yeah. Up in uh, the palladium of Hollywood, Mm. um, in the Melvins, but yeah, that was fun. But anyways, again, like sometimes after those shows, my ears are ringing or, you know, obviously I try and wear, um, earplugs when I can, but I didn't that show long story short again, been to plenty of things where I'm like, okay, maybe my hearing's going or something right, right. goofy. But, uh, again, That's at very least different, though. Yeah. there's some physical, you know, again, the cats reacting. So I'm like, That's okay, so I'm not nuts. Yeah. Uh, I, are you guys on the, the, whatever the ring neighborhood app, the ring doorbell neighborhood app? Uh, I my wife was, but I, yeah, I was thinking, I'm like, I need to get on something. I, I did think about either posting or looking to see if someone else was posting, but yeah. When I was when we were living in Long Beach, every single day there would be a different person posting gunshots as the sound oh. when like 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 question mark exclamation point because some loud noise would happen. But I mean yeah. it was also Long Beach, so yeah, right. been, but. I got one other update. Yeah. This is mostly for the Twitch fan. There we go. Modern Times blanket two years later. Oh. <laughs> Unboxing. <laughs> Unsacking. There it is. It's got is this what you got? Yes. The Velcro. It, it's I an, thought you guys were supposed to get something fancier. Oh, we were supposed to get the puffy blanket that was all yeah, this embroidered. This is like a shitty thin. That's a fucking like, airplane blanket with a handle st- strapped to it. Like that's, right. you know, it's, it's this whatever. This is like it's, if I go to a con, like a conference for my marketing agency. Like That is a cat blanket or a car blanket, like a spare. <laughs> I don't even know how I'm supposed to get this back together now at this point. Yeah, you like have to roll it up and then Velcro it or something. So uh, I guess the Velcro, yeah, it could be a cape, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's like yeah, it's this like, sucks. It's better than nothing, I guess, but it's I don't know. Like <laughs> it's it is so fucking lame to wait twenty months for that. Which again, like we could make a stink about it, where it's like I guarantee that puffy blanket was fucking like f- worth fifty or sixty dollars more. Well, than yeah, legally you could probably yeah exactly you know do but, something. Uh, I don't know if I want to start a class action lawsuit for the cost of a, a blanket, but, but yeah, cause that, that the pictures, like the, the concept art they had for the puffy blankets was cool. Um, it's, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just in a giant pile. that says catch rags over there. Obviously. Right. Right. <laughs> and then they catch fire like uh, Marty. McFly, <laughs> oh yeah. They're all, you keep all those oily rags and yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, oh, they're greasy I mean, rags. I was going to say the greasy load. It is. It's actual grease. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyways, yeah, I think we can move to 
Great Minds, hmm. Season 1, Episode 7. Islands, not as the Calm Islands. <laughs> Investigating the ancient calm people. Well, again, because he, he clearly is saying calm and then <laughs> switches to cham. Yeah. Or, Those or first com- couple mentions Cambodia. of is really in between calm and calm. You know? Like yeah. Very suspect, you know? But, um, but yeah, this... Uh, <laughs> I was cracking up because the intro to this show... Is like it's great minds or something. Great minds, and it's like they they open it like it's fucking like gonna be masterpiece theater or something. It's like hello, <laughs> very <laughs> fanciful writing too. Yeah, yes. But if you if you look at the intro, it's doing a little montage of like zooming into like a, a something that says like Sir Francis Bacon and like quotes and whatever. It's just Wikipedia. Like they're zooming into a fa- like a, a gussied up in the graphics smart Wikipedia page. Right. So it's just someone surfing the web and, you know, fucking yeah. yeah. So, uh, so great minds, I'm assuming is a show where they feature a specific act, which this could be something we go back to for sure. Then to see who else was featured. Cause it's, it's uh, just, they're just letting, letting a single person talk for a half hour about a certain subject. So, uh, so yeah, it could be, could be an interesting one. And it's, this and it's, was definitely like Tim and Eric, like, um, space holes feeling where they're just like, and, and don't, don't put space into a tube. Uh, if you put space into a tube, but just, just don't do that. Cause they're just like talking like yes. to no one, yeah. which Childers kind of just is, he's just like, okay, sit down. We're going to dress you up in a jacket and everything and go. Yeah. Tell us about yourself and then ramble about something. Right, right, right. Um, also eight inch hanger asks, is your friend still around that got hammered on beer that? there drunk that. uh so, cody yes he back. moved back he's actually uh relatively nearby to me personally so um, uh so i'm a couple he, weeks ago Maliso? yeah down in an apartment down there um <laughs> yeah i gave him some makita xgt tools oh, nice. to uh do some content with Aliso so. has been i have three examples of aliso now becoming a weird single man's like <laughs> like part, like blue collar single men's apartment fucking mecca oh, yeah. I don't know why they pick Elisa yeah. but cuz it's like nice but cheap but yeah it's just in between enough stuff yeah yeah it seems more like a condo apartment kind of city in south county than a house yeah. housing trip right, so right, right. that probably makes sense yeah uh well, I mean, it's not as bad anymore, but it was a huge pain in the ass to get to a long time ago. right 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 one of my dad's uh early girlfriends that he was with uh, enough to meet his kids lived mm. down there. Oh, okay. and I remember just like, oh, fuck, like it took so fucking long. The 73 right. wasn't even there. Right, right, 73 right. was like uh, a field behind her backyard. It was crazy, but yeah. Um, anyway, but yes, Aiden Changer, he is back. Back and, and around. We'll yeah. fully dox him so you can give him a call and yeah, we hang out with him. Send him maybe, I mean, maybe we can have him on a show again. Who knows? Yeah, Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I miss I miss Cody. I haven't seen I mean I haven't seen yeah. him before the pandemic. So yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, the episode starts off with Childress introducing himself. You know, I was actually born in France, uh, but my parents were American and right, uh, right, right. They love to travel. I'm still curious what it okay, two things. What his parents did, I, I had to look up because he's like in the mid 70s, I started traveling. He was born in 57. So I guess the mid seventies, he was 20, but I mean, he's almost 105 years old at this point. <laughs> no, but he's almost like, I don't know, 70 sixties. Yeah. 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 Holding up, holding up. I always thought he was like mid fifties, but yeah, me too. Yeah. He looks good for, you know, he's, he's just the right plump and 
and uh, yeah. the right it's amount of Italy, sure without seeing. being too leather. You know, he's, he's maybe because he was traveling to all these exotic uh, below the equator countries when he was a little kid and he just adapted, you know, but uh, even though, I mean, he looks like one of the whitest guys ever, not in his right. business, but just in his, his aesthetic, you know, demeanor. Yeah. Um, but uh, demeanor to better, as I say, hmm. my BDSM sex worker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's just the BDSM bar. Demeanor right, right, right. Better. Uh, but uh, yeah, he Where, introduced himself. How many there, subs but... you have takes on a whole new meaning. <laughs> Uh, you know, born born in France. Parents were American. We travel around a, a lot. I'm like, was your mom just pregnant in France? Like, right, exactly. Because then he talks about coming back and living I, in Colorado I and bouncing say, all over the world. I want to say that when I did research his origins early on, because we were like, where the fuck does this accent and kind of not dialect, but this weird right. cadence come from? Tone, yeah. I think his parent. I think he was born on a military base out there. I'm pretty. I was. Sure. I was going to say it has to, has to be military. And then and then they. His parents, either their family had money or because they just traveled constantly. Right. So he just became a little, nothing wrong with it. Just a little kind of rich kid, Indiana Jones, you know, by default yeah. kind of thing. So, uh, which is cool. I mean, he's, he's an interesting guy and he has, as we get to a little later, uh, interesting yet contradictory ideas, which again, he's an ancient astronaut theorist. So of course he does. But, but I, I was, I wasn't interested in almost anything in this episode. There were a couple tidbits about the calm people. Right. So I'll play my three clips. So he's got these calm people and uh, the lost world of the calm <laughs> islands, known as the calm islands. So at, at the, about the 750 mark, he then switches his pronunciation yes. of the calm people. Yes. Um, he gets, he gets, yeah, like the middle of the piece, he gets harder about the calm. And then the last third, he just straight up says Cam when he starts talking. Because he's like, Cambodia. it's like Cambodia. Yes. Exactly. So it's, oh, it's the calm people of Cambodia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he just, he gives like a three or four minute intro. It's a, it's a lot about him starting um, Adventures Unlimited Press, which is his own publishing house, which to be fair, that's pretty cool that he was self-publishing. Yeah, There's a lot of self-publishers, but he, <laughs> I love how much it held on the the chick with the big rack and the apple macintosh t-shirt i knew you're on the old (laughs) apple too i'm like this is being held on longer than any of these other montage pictures here right um but i was wondering where he was going he was like you know in the in the early 80s this was the age of you know apple computers that come out word processing and so i started my own you know you know publishing thing whatever which i'm like that's pretty cool to just write about shit but he he doesn't have any training like official training other than just experience you know right. money i guess you know but again nothing nothing wrong with that but uh i'm curious i'm sure i could look it up but i i'm curious i think he went to college in montana as well or something but uh uh but not he's not an archaeologist um he's very critical as we all know from from ancient aliens very critical of the dogma of archaeology the the big thing that he's fighting against here is that um he believes in a diffusionist view of the cultures around the world as opposed to an isolationist view and he's you know, he's like, well, you know simply put uh, isolationism means that uh, historians now they think oh you know they couldn't cross oceans oceans were a big boundary they couldn't cross them they couldn't talk to right, each other. Right, right um and diffusionism means these people got on fucking boats i mean again we have lots of i'm that's actually not where i think he's incorrect i think that probably a lot of people Again, when you mix this with the Graham Hancock stuff, that there were probably more advanced coastal 
societies and cities, sunken cities as children's right. clubs, there probably were more people with a scientific background relative to people living in the middle of a forest that are you know isolated or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, just like we have now, you know, uh, there probably was more sharing of information and tech, but of course, Childress takes that to be, it was advanced alien tech when he's on ancient aliens in this, this is where he's contradicting himself. He has been on hundreds of episodes of ancient aliens talking about, you know, how could they have had this, this keyhole, you know, the, what are the key, the keyhole, um, the, For, uh, yeah. Yeah, the technology to make the, the, the little, not the keyhole, but yeah, the keystone. The, the, kind of the, multi, the keystone. That's it. He's like, yeah. he's like, how could they have had the keystone, you know, the technology? They couldn't have just learned that. It must have been given yeah. to them. And on Ancient Aliens, he says, by ancient aliens. Right, right, On right. this show, he just says, it was the calm people driving around on their boats all over people. the southern yeah. equator. Like, all over the southern hemisphere. I'm sorry. like Yeah, just crushing through. It's like, oh, they brought... Keystone tech, Keystone Light. They brought cubes of Keystone Light. <laughs> <laughs> Rage party. Super beer. <laughs> face. Like the super twerked out guy, like gurning face guy. <laughs> is there a Keystone Heavy? Like, I don't, is there always, is there only Keystone Light? Uh, no, I'm sure there's probably Keystone. Yeah, because I think, like. I think that's why they got in trouble with Stone Brewing because they were just calling oh, it yeah, Stone, yeah, yeah. That's right. not yeah, Keystone. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, grab a stone. And it's like, that's different. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, Childress, this is this was in 2021, I believe. So, but this uh, this episode completely contradicts his ancient astronaut theorism, which they probably would have been fine with. I mean, he mentions it because he says, like, you know, he's talking about that place in Java, um, right? That that huge temple that's like the only thing people ever go there for. And he's like, and you have these, you know, small Buddhas, and they're in these in these stupas that look just like UFOs. I'm like, no, they don't. They look like a fucking doorway to a classic like hindu room like temple or something right. like there'd be beads or fucking the silk little you know dangly strap yeah. or whatever in there um nothing looked like a ufo like a, at least a circular craft of any kind but anyway there were the stupas there and the bells you know the deep looks you know there or whatever but, right right uh so stupid <laughs> but uh uh but yeah very contradictory because he his theory is that it was the calm people going in their boat to Southeast Asia, to Indonesia, to Peru, to, you know, to fucking Pumapunku and to Mexico and all that stuff. Basically just, you know, putzing around the lower hemisphere, the Southern hemisphere and giving everyone keystone technology. <laughs> right. Like, Cause that's what's so important. Yeah. It's stone, like, well, it's, I guess you need the technology to make the metal. Right. And then the idea to make the stone and then yes. melt the metal. Exactly. Yeah. And so, I will use like, and, and that's a really stupid point because they're not even talking about crafting more sophisticated metallurgy, like weapons, right? Like, and they're, and, and they're just literally getting something hot enough to make the metal molten. He does not mention at least here that it's any special steel alloy, that it could just be iron, just molten iron, um, which is not, you know, it's, it's not as easy as bronze. So you have to heat it up faster, but if you're not worried about getting the carbon content to a certain amount to be steel, it's pretty easy, pretty low tech. Um, and I will point to the, the, the former mystery of the Ulfbert sword, which was, uh, there's a documentary called secrets of the Viking sword. There's other documentaries too on PBS, but, uh, long story short in the Norse, um, the Norse invasion period. So in the 10 hundreds, 11 hundreds, 
as the Danish were invading uh, England and surrounding, you know, Western nice Swedish. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sarah was imitating me, imitating that the other yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, literally made me sound like a yeah. fucking uh, mongoloid. But uh, so uh, the Ulfbert sword was considered is there stories about it in like the sagas it was this magic sword that could never be destroyed uh when clashing with other weapons and shields and things uh because a lot of the time there they were doing a mix of um hot iron but also cold shaping so they wouldn't be keep they wouldn't be tempering the steel they would kind of make it into the shape and then you know bang it down and and then just polish it and sharpen it that way as opposed to tempering that's where you're seeing them fucking dunking it in the oil and then getting it hot again and then dunking it in that that hardens it and makes it so it can be strong but flexible right flex steel so therefore swords could get longer and all that shit anyway the sword was made with an uh, a kiln that it could get hot enough because it was like basically hermetically sealed but the problem was that then the entire kiln was destroyed because it would explode and crack at the end so but still, they didn't have to do anything that special. They just had to realize, oh, we need to seal this fucker. Like, heat escapes. <laughs> uh, so we should keep all the heat in and see what happens, right? Because if at worst, we'll just fucking crack the thing and bust it open and see. Yeah. Right? So it's, it's you know, it was advanced technology at the time, but it wasn't that it was impossible to do with the tech that even right, 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 right. Out. Possible. Yeah. And it still would have been a very similar available technology that people thousands of years of years before who would have been smelting bronze and shit like that too. Right. So and he who smelted dealt it was yes, the one who yeah. then figured out how to make it. <laughs> the bronze farter strikes again. <laughs> uh, but, but again, these fucking keystones were not, again, I've never seen on ancient aliens or here that there were special metal. It was just fucking molten iron, which isn't that well, fucking crazy. And it's like, these things are so massive. Like, do you really need, I mean, I guess they, it's there, yeah, but I'm yeah. like, is yeah, it he really said something. He said like, uh, he's like, oh, you know, when you have earthquakes and things, it can be really hard for the walls to stay together. And, and I'm like, yeah, but these are 1800 ton blocks. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I also, yeah, don't feel like it's super necessary right. and everything. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Seemed a little overkill, but again, also not that difficult to, to right, cheap right, away right. those. That's the bigger things, thing. Yeah. It's you know, very so, possible to make. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, softish stone easy to make metal but he kept he said over and over this was a, a unique technology it was unique it was a right. de- it was a, he said a unique technique like over <laughs> and over again and he also makes the claim and i think he's incorrect he, i mean it could be right but he he sounded like he was just angry about it um for like anti kind of race semi racist anti racist reasons where he said modern day historians believe that uh only around 150 AD did any southeastern asian region have any sort of advanced like a society Enough. agriculture yeah. whatever and that they were just hunter gatherers before then so he's like i don't think that's true and it probably isn't right but um he's he also like i you know i can't remember the term but i feel like he's fighting against a dogma that isn't really around anymore for his subject right. matter like i feel like like hist- historians and ar- archaeologists are a little more like open-minded and a lot of shit's been found out now and stuff. I don't know, but yeah. uh, I feel like he's still rallying against like eighties level historian. Right. Shit, right, right, know, right. But, um, but he claims that, uh, which was interesting. If true, it was interesting that 
the missing the missing culture here that that isn't recorded uh before B, you know in bc or before is these the, is these calm people right so they were a seafaring these calm people <laughs> apparently apparently more advanced kind of you know race of, of people but um and he says like the people of cambodia are named after them right uh and but they went as far they went they spent a lot of time in china they spent a lot of time in the philippines in indonesia um and they were hindus apparently which all this part again if this is all true this is that was interesting because they've never talked about these people on ancient aliens once like i've right, never heard right, of right, them. Right. we would have talked we would have made cum jokes you know oh, yeah, big time. if that happened so um so he's saying <laughs> like they're kind of a missing not a missing link in evolution but a missing link in the like, cultural chain that binds right, South Asia. Yeah. He says well, because then he goes on about Thailand and Cambodia fighting yeah. over how to even get to these things. Yeah, so I exactly. think that doesn't help with actually solidifying that in your right. culture and history. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like, and I think he says that the Khan people didn't write a lot of stuff down. Like they have, we have a few, they have a lot of carvings of things. Yeah. Um, and, and, but most of them are religious Hindu carvings. Yeah. So he says they were Shiva worshipers. And yeah. he said, he tied them to the Easter Island people because Hindus at that time and Shiva worshipers mimic the hair, which is the big kind of top knot thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that the Easter Island um, Moai statues, many of them had what looked like a Devo hat on the band right. Devo. And he's saying that was representative. Energy dome, technically. Yeah, that was representative of... Um, the mimicking the Shiva hairdo a hairstyle. Yeah. And they were also made with the big long noses and long earlobes, which Shiva and the Hindu gods generally yeah. were as well. And I'm like, that's one of those ancient astronaut theorist things where it's like, a I little think stretchy like a little bit, you know, but every, every culture has hats and distinctive art styles. I got a hat. Yeah. Cowboy hats. I say that Top every hats. fucking day. And then I mix it. <laughs> With your friends, the hat's gone. Oh, right, right, right. The hat's back. And now I don't have a hat. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say, some of these temples are definitely uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme kickboxer-esque yeah, very as much. well. Yes. Uh, and uh, Mowgli, Jungle Book-esque. Because mm-hmm. that book, for some reason, I always thought it was Africa. But I'm like, no, this takes place in like Southeast Asia with the yeah, orangutans. Exactly. It's like, and, it's like, like the Indi- India, Indo- India or Indonesian jungle. Uh, right, 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 right. And because, uh, yeah, because there's it, it's it's, you know, Shere Khan is an Indian tiger and uh, right. Baloo is a fucking Indian bear, whatever. So, yeah, I uh, Baloo him. Yeah. I Baloo <laughs> him damn near killed him. <laughs> he busted out his prickly pear paw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, talked like some weird southerner, but he was a southern Asianer. <laughs> hey, come on over here now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that is a weird fucking movie. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, so uh, in a nutshell, not that I'm rushing this, but, no, no, but, no. but Childress believes that the calm people are the prehistoric culture that ties Southeast Asia together and also thinks they were the people that went around the Southern Hemisphere and went all the way to the Andes yeah, and Mexico. Pan-American, yeah. So this then is in conflict, in contradiction with his theory that it was ancient astronaut theorists. Right, right, right. Brought, well, now maybe they got inspirado, right, uh, you know, yes. arguably. He, but, he doesn't go into that, but that would have right. been, he, he's like, if they were if they were advanced, it probably was, you know, have to think that was extraterrestrials or something, you know. But, right. Uh, he seemed very 
kind of like subdued. He didn't get crazy in this episode, like maybe a little bit, like not heated, but like juiced up at the very, very end. Right. And, right. Say, and they're trying to tell you that this happened, but it's not that or whatever. But it was, it was, that was it. But very subdued, uh, seemed a little nervous in general. I was surprised. It could have been editing, but I was surprised at how calm and f- calm and flowing, <laughs> flowing calm. See. Uh, he was in this like he wasn't he yeah, wasn't yeah. doing the top side I, yeah i was thinking that same thing yeah he was like the calmest like hi i'm david childress and this is yes. what we're going to talk about today he, just had, like, he, Whoa. Had, he had milder you know his cons is constant some kind of people yeah. and stares at the mic at the he camera. wasn't speaking at the end of his breath all the time you know right right uh, sweating profusely right. after a night of binging right <laughs> uh but his you know he I don't know. It's it's cool food for thought. Uh, it makes you want to actually like take ten minutes and look up the history of the calm people and see if yep. he just missed any glaring, very easy things. You know that would explain a lot of the shit he's talking about. But, yep. but yeah, I was like, I was almost bummed because he might not be think he's being contradictory, but the way it's presented, it is with who he is at his core. So. But there's also times, I don't know, I believe he's an ancient astronaut theorist because, he, well, he does say in the beginning of this episode, he's like, you know, and, and when I was at college, I, I uh, or he's like, when I worked at a, uh, at a restaurant or something, they had books there. And he's like, so, and I uh, read a lot of the books of Eric Von Donneken, you know, back when oh, right, right, he right. got inspired by him. So I guess, it, I don't know, it, I get the vibe that he was told to keep the ancient alien stuff down and just Separate, talk about this yeah. as an anthropological kind of thing. Like you can, you can, right. like, I don't think guy is censoring that much, but I think they, they don't want to get too crazy. Down even though that, they have fucking yeah. Steven Greer and shit on Gaia. But, um, yeah. but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it was like, it was fun to see him. I just don't know if, uh, he was doing himself any favors. Not that anyone's looking to him <laughs> to be fucking right. 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 Authority or anything. Though, but, yeah. And I will make, I will make the point again, when you write as many books as he does, which is on average like three a fucking year, which is insane. Sometimes people he, write three in a lifetime. Exactly. <laughs> and and he's doing television regularly, and he's traveling regularly. And you, I guess, you could write on your trips and stuff. But the kind of books that he is writing, which are supposed to be fact based maybe with some illusions and you know some um yeah. pondering <laughs> I'm illusionist. <laughs> uh he would be a good he would be a good personality as a magician i think it's like right, a right. magic guy but uh he the claims he is making for these anthropological archaeological statements you have to like cite things and you have to do footnotes. You have to like interview people. You have to read research papers. You have to go do things yourself over years. And he's just cranking these out, which is just like, okay, man, well now this just seems it's too light. It's too pulp. It's pulp nonfiction, right? right? Like like, it should be a magazine series article, not exactly book. And yeah, he's writing whole fucking books. The fucking covers are funny, but terrible in a funny way. Like in, you know, ironic way, but uh, but I mean, he's doing his fucking thing. Um, oh, extra guard X says, good morning, beautiful boys. Welcome. Uh, first time chatter, but, uh, there we go. uh, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely worth watching because it is only 25 minutes long. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was 50. And then you said that and I looked, I was like, oh yeah, 25. Oh, so. hell yeah. But, uh, yeah. uh, but watching Childress is always a good time. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, 
I couldn't even say the same about Sukalos because he gets he just gets so annoyed and emotional now that you're just like like you just fucking like right. children I believe believes what he's saying like he right, right, thinks right. that he's puzzled this all out and is presenting some sort of alternate history way of looking at things which is cool yeah. you know but I mean that's why like campy things can be funny because if they're trying to be sincere but come off as goofy but they think they're being sincere that's what camp is and then you have right, movies right. that try to they try to Play create camp yeah. and then it's just fucking you know a lot of the marvel yeah, movies yeah. Where create camp you know but um similar to that camp that you're going to but, exactly yeah the Christ uh, camp but um I'm trying to think if there was any other tidbits I don't remember um it was yeah, I mean it was pretty yeah, much it was just the evolution of like again the biggest another flex was like oh you needed security guards and this and that to even oh. get to the temples which I was able to do. Yeah, so I did that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I took care of it, you know. Um, but yeah, it was mostly just like the Vietnamese stuff, Cambodia, oh, yeah. Thailand and then the keystones and that was yeah. kind of it, yeah. Yes. And it's it's fascinating to to know that he is not an archaeologist who's getting grants. And know right. how much every year he's traveling to these places. Right, right, right. Where, where some of them, you've got to fucking take two two planes, a boat, and a jeep or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's like he's doing these adventure cruises, basically. Right. And he actually does an adventure cruise, too. <laughs> we thought about going on that and then the pandemic. Oh, happened. right, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but because uh, it like went to Peru and then went to Pumapoku mm-hmm. and this and whatever. And, and yeah. uh, But it's like, again, he must be independently wealthy well and i think now with the show yeah independently wealthy to get started and then now the shows must help maintain whatever he has yeah he's getting that alien con money now so um you drinking with 60 huh what's up you drinking gatorade there what is that gatorade yeah uh no i went to green cheek and that's just like a west coast epa air oh it's not gatorade it has like a uh it has like a it was like an unfiltered but west coast oh yeah because it has like a little green yellow tinge to it Mm screen but uh yes yes uh, um what was i gonna say sorry you, you said 60 bucks per picture well yeah when you're getting 60 bucks an autograph and photo exactly yeah. all day long for three to four days straight like and what fucking idiots would have a photo with <laughs> that's when it was i paid that i think it was like 30 something yeah, when we yeah. did it but first alien yeah um but yeah, that's wild but i'm sure he's uh, got enough yeah, but I mean, yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing much more to it. He just starts repeating um, that the com people were the source, um, the source of culture for most Southeast Asia, which that's a big claim. But yeah, uh, and with really no explanation as to why all their languages then became different, and you know, you know what I mean, like stuff. Like well, not that. based around each other either, right? Like, I mean, <clears throat> obviously the Chinese people moved to Japan at some point and made the change and. Trying to bleh, to Korea, but yeah, I mean India is so different. Uh, same with yeah, all the, the, to the archipelago or how the fuck you say it, uh, islands of like Malaysia. I, that is, yeah, one of those words that everyone pronounces differently, but apparently no, people make fun of me when I say it. I'm like, I can never remember how to say it. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't archipelago. Archipelago is right? the most common one. I think okay. how I yeah. would still say it, but I hear archipelago on documentaries and shows mm. like when they say i'm like okay whatever but right because it sounds like a greek latin italian kind of word mm-hmm. so i guess you pronounce it you try to pronounce it like the source country but 
if it's fucking like, I don't know, who cares. But, right, right, right. Um, uh, yeah, I think, I don't know. I feel like we covered it. It was, uh, oh, yeah. It was yeah. A, a, a fun little, um, peek back, back world, yeah. world of Childress, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, there was, it was funny in the search, uh, for that, for just David Childress, there was a, an, a, an episode of the George Norrie show, mm. um, the, where he interviews that we did for Billy Carson. And it yep. was a guy that's, and it's all about the black eyed children. And the mm. guy has like kind of a trailer park Boise, like, you know, he's an expert, but has like a mullet and shit. So, uh, I'll try right. to send it to you and check it out maybe for next okay. week or something. Maybe that's next time. week then. Yeah. Uh, or next time. But yeah, Black Eyed Children would be like a fun shift to do yeah. uh, after a more ancient alien. Because yeah. then before that was the Greg Braden thing, I think. Uh, two weeks before that, I think it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Well, and honestly, we probably won't do the show for like a month. Um, oh, yeah. it's Memorial Day next time. Oh, that's and right. And then the next show will probably, I mean, maybe we'll Patreon that, but the wrap up from um contact oh yeah there you go great um but we'll figure it out god four fucking years later (laughs) like like so excited on that first trip yeah i mean it's three three years between you know but it's just like fuck like we were so stoked cannot wait for next year and i was again fucking i mean not not yeah obviously covid was was wild but i was like there's no way we're not gonna go yeah and then like comic-con i was like there's no way we're not going to comic-con yeah. i was like jesus christ yes and especially and especially like a year later when the vaccine was widely available they still canceled it two more years like well because that was like april may when that hit true, and then yeah. this was june so it's like you oh you still got to plan out and then i think even then yeah people were like yeah, because that was 21. So, yeah, people even for Comic-Con were like, well, I have to book my shit in January, like, as a vendor, like, right, big right. brand. So, like, no. And then, yeah, finally, then 22, everything. Not this, obviously. Because, th- yeah, this was still virtual 22. Yes, it was virtual. So Because, yeah, we would have gone. Yeah. Uh, so, first time physically back 20. Yeah, that is, I mean, that's crazy. They, did, they didn't do it in 22. Exactly. Yeah, and it's, and yeah, I, I. Yeah, very strange. Because <laughs> it's not, you don't need a year and a half to put on a fucking convention. You need a long Especially time. this shit show. Like, they, these guys have nothing going on. Come on. Good night, Extra Guard. Um, yeah. Oh, he said, especially in the piss shirt when I was doing the oh, picture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> piss, huh? <laughs> yes, huh? <laughs> Never forget that. We should uh, think of something if I want to, like, DTG something for the show. Yeah, yeah. For, for contact specifically. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. If there's anything. You could even have day one, day two, day three shirts. Yeah. I came today. <laughs> I came. I come to God. You're not here, but... It's a guy yeah. that looks at you that I'm that looks like you that I'm screaming at in the corner of the fucking right, right, right. hotel. Kind of does. He's at the pool now. <laughs> I'm drowning him, but he's I'm gonna let him up for air. Um, I think yeah, literally it's just Nick Redfern, Linda, and Martell. I think that are from Ancient Aliens that are gonna be yeah, right. There. And not none of them except Martell are known really for that first. You know what I mean? Like they're right, not, right, 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 right. Anyway, because um, who's the guy who passed away? I always forget his name. Uh, Phil Coppins. Because I always want to do like a Jesus Christ style Philip Coppins, like black and white shirt (laughs) and or bring Philip Coppins back. How dare you? Philip was a good was a good friend. And now you're selling his name (laughs) with that charlatan (laughs) from. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that's 
how you do it, and that's going to do yes, it. So, yes, yes, yes. Uh, make sure and head over to that patreon.com slash aliens. Uh, for those, for those, oh my god, patreon.com slash aliens for those two exclusive podcasts every single month. Check out No Guts, No Glory, the Berserk podcast on your favorite podcast service uh, on a separate feed than Probing Guy and Probing Ancient Aliens. Uh, make sure to head over to blackholesupplycompany.com for that Probing Ancient Aliens merchandise and those disc golf discs and apparel with exclusive art. Um, follow us on Instagram at Probing Ancient Aliens, on Twitter at Probing Aliens. Not playing, I'm not paying for that blue check mark. Okay. Yeah. On, yeah. Not eight dollars. I'm not going to get my money. But uh, $96 a year. And then uh, uh, watch our disc golf content at Puttfuckers uh, on Instagram, Puttfuckers on TikTok as well. And um, I think that's it, right? Yeah. That's it. Oh, because I'm at the beginning of the show. See, the see. Show. That sounds um, good to me, though. Oh, yeah. And then uh, make sure and uh, subscribe to. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Probing Ancient Aliens, so you get that notification for whenever we are going live on Monday nights. Uh, other than that, bye. Bye.